with the market in free fall in January, having one of the worst months since 2020. Let's take 20 minutes and talk about tax harvesting. Welcome to Money Stuff. I'm Shane Allen, and I love talking about all things money. Everything from the stock market to side hustles. Each week, I'll discuss topics on how to better understand money so people like you can hopefully make more and keep more of it. If you're an experienced investor or just someone looking for insight in how to gain more financial freedom, I hope this podcast is for you. With that being said, let's dive right into this week's episode. Okay, 20 minutes on the clock. Today, we're going to talk about tax harvesting. And the reason I chose this is because January 2022, the market is down significantly. So what can you do when you feel helpless against the falling market? Or what can you do to uh, make lemonade out of lemons? Uh, Tax harvesting is a strategy that has been around for a little bit. There's some tricks and everything's legal if you follow the rules. Um, And that's what I'm going to tell you. So the first thing is the market's down. You don't want to necessarily sell your positions and get out of them because buying high and selling low doesn't make anyone any money. So what do you do? How do you benefit from a falling market? Well, if you have cash on the sidelines and you still have your convictions about where the market is heading in the long term or in the near term, and you think it is uh, going higher, then it's easy. Buy the dip. Buy the dip is a strategy that has been working for over a decade Anytime the market dips a little bit, dive in. We haven't had a significant recession, including the pandemic. If you bought the dip of the pandemic, your returns are huge. So, uh, but, but that takes cash on the sideline. That takes dry powder, as they say. Um, and you need that to, uh, you need cash sitting and not working for moments when the market goes down. Excuse me. So let's say that you're fully invested. Let's say you don't have cash to spare. You don't want to put any new money into the market. So you want to somehow take advantage of this downturn and not just take your lumps. So one thing you can do is tax harvesting. Now, what is that? Well, the IRS says, and I'm not an accountant, but the IRS says, that you can claim losses from stocks against other earnings, gross earnings. So, and those losses can carry forward for years, depending on how big they are. Uh, Famously, uh, President, former President Trump had tax losses that carried such large tax losses that he carried them forward as accountants did for years and years, and he didn't pay huge taxes on some of his larger up years. Now, what I'm talking about is a little simpler, and there is a rule called the wash sale rule that you have to follow and be aware of. So here's the thing. January, we're down. 
and you own, let's pick a company like Anthem Healthcare. So Anthem, Blue Cross, and Blue Shield is a large national healthcare provider. And you're okay with, and it's down 10% in the month. You want to own it long term. So what you could do is sell it now and book the loss. Now that loss will show up and you, and you get the cash for the sale. Let's say you're down 10%. Well, that loss of whatever amount that is will um, show up in your 2022 tax returns as a loss. But you say, hey, Shane, I want to own Anthem. Okay. Well, you have to wait 30 days before you can own it. So it's that simple. It's a 30-day wash rule because before that rule existed, guys would just sell Anthem one day, take the tax loss, buy it the next day, and they'd be back in the position and they would then benefit from all the upside when the market comes back inevitably and they could then claim the losses on their tax returns from that one day. Now, how so so they came up with a 30-day wash sale rule where you couldn't own the same security within 30 days and claim the tax loss on it or the tax benefit from it. So the same security is the key, the same security. So let, let's take an example of, and, and so this takes a little bit of flexibility on your part. And there's two, I'm going to give you an example of an individual stock and I give you an example of an ETF and exchange traded funds, which is a basket. So there are many ETFs in the market today that you can own that are similar Okay, so they but the IRS cannot consider them exactly the same. So if you sold and if you owned an ETF of the the tech, let's call it the XLK. All right. So the XLK is a spider exchange traded fund that owns Apple and Microsoft, and it's a basket of technology. And that's one that you own. Well, technology has gotten really brutalized in this last month. So you could sell that basket, that ETF, that particular ETF, book the loss, and then you would simultaneously buy the similar, but not the exact same ETF from Vanguard that owns very similar holdings, including Apple, Microsoft, Amazon. And you would then take the exact same amount and buy that. And now you, if the market does come back on the next day or the next 10 days or within the next 30 days, you benefit from the upside and you've effectively harvested that tax loss. Okay. In a, it's that simple, but it's that complicated in that you have to find either individual stocks or ETFs that fall under that. So let's take ExxonMobil. ExxonMobil is a multinational oil and gas company, conglomerate. So you own it. Let's say you want to sell it and take some tax losses, even though Exxon hasn't been down 
as much as the tech sector, but let's just say. And, and then what you want to look for, so you want to sell it and take the tax loss, harvest that tax loss for your taxes. Remember, if that loss is large enough within this year, uh, if it you can max it out and, and that loss can carry over for three years. So you could claim it on three different years tax returns. So if you don't mind owning BP, Royal Dutch Shell, or something similar in the same sector, but not the exact same. You can't sell ExxonMobil and buy ExxonMobil. You could sell Philip Morris and buy Altria. Okay. You could sell Walmart and buy Target. You could sell Walmart and buy Amazon. Now, those are different companies. But if you look at their charts, they effectively move very similarly. Okay. So when now some you could you could say that Amazon's in direct competition with uh, Walmart, but if you look at say Amazon and and I'm sorry and Walmart and Target something like that they 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 up and down you know Macy's is in there too now there is some disconnect in certain ones that's why you have to do your research on your alternative but, but as I said if you look at Royal Dutch Shell versus Exxon they move very closely so. If you thought that the rebound from the stock market is coming within the next 30 days and you still wanted to t harvest those tax losses, you could do something like sell your ExxonMobil shares and buy Royal Dutch Shell and you'd be pretty good. And then you could harvest those tax losses that you incurred in the month of January. Uh, you can claim them for your 2022 taxes against earnings. So... That's something that a lot of people do. Now, a lot of people do it sometimes at the end of the year, too, because they've made so much money and they've made so much money in the year and they know they're going to have a tax bill. So they want to sell their losers at the end and then harvest those losses at the end of the year. Usually in December, you see in the beginning of December or somewhere in the third quarter, I'm sorry, the fourth quarter, you'll start to see markets react because a lot of people are doing you know, are booking wins and harvesting losses at the end of the year for tax purposes. But what I'm talking about is in a time now where you can't control a market sell-off as long as it's been for the month of January, you can't just say, oh, excuse me, I request this sell-off to be uh, dated for the end of the year. It's more convenient for me. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. So you can do this and then avoid the wash sale rule by swapping out into similar, not exact, securities. Uh, the, pick any sector, Coke versus Pepsi, if you own Coke. Now, now again, they are different companies, but similar. Okay, and, and that's kind of the catch, isn't it? You can't buy the exact same thing, but you can buy something similar. So AT&T and Verizon, uh, Visa, you could sell your Visa and buy MasterCard, vice versa. There, there's very similar, I mean, Visa and MasterCard. How about UPS and FedEx? You sold your UPS and you bought FedEx. Now, do their charts match note for note? No, they do not. But they're very close. And, and I think I've given you several examples where you can see my point. Coke, Pepsi, Nike and Under Armour. Uh, okay. You know, uh, how about Starbucks and McDonald's? 
maybe. Okay. So those are just some ideas to give you what I'm talking about with tax harvesting and to avoid the 30 day wash roll. Um, so that would be the first thing I would say you could do in market downturns to make the best of a bad situation. No one likes the market to be down. But if you look over the last hundred years, let's go back to 1920 and the roaring 20s were great. I wish I was alive during that time. But the 1930s, not so much. They 1929, the crash. If you would have held, the market came back. It took a while. It took a long time. But my point is that the stock, the American stock market, has beaten the Great Depression. It's beaten two world wars. It's beaten the Vietnam War, the Korean War. It's beaten the oil crisis in the 70s. It's beaten terrorist attacks, uh, flying planes into buildings uh, 20 years ago. And it's just, it's beaten the great recession of a housing crisis with help. I'm not saying it didn't take massive amounts of government and Federal Reserve um, influx of uh, liquidity. I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is there are people at the helm that don't want the stock market to fail. And it hasn't yet. There, there are things in place that people will do anything to stop it. And so unless it's, and even, and just recently a global pandemic, a global pandemic where the world literally stopped. We just shut it down for months and we came back from it. So I'm a firm believer that this market, the market is an engine of wealth creation, and it was built for that reason. The market was created to make money, and it will come back. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when will it come back. So that's usually what I try and tell people. You know, it's always scary. No one likes to see their accounts in the red. No one likes to see money losing, going away. You feel poor. I don't care how much money you have when you have a big loss day. Let's look at some of the big numbers that maybe make you feel better. Elon Musk lost $20 billion last month. You know, can you imagine losing $20 billion? I can't because I haven't made $20 billion. But and and yes, it probably doesn't affect him because it's like you and I losing a hundred dollars. So relatively, but markets do come back. It's just a question of when will they come back? When will they stabilize? When will the, the bulls come back and buy more than the bears are selling? Okay. And you have opportunities to either buy these dips if you have cash or more money that you want to invest, or you can harvest losses. Um, so we're way under uh, today, and I hope that helps. I think we can talk a little bit about uh, harvesting tax losses through options. Uh, it's a very it's similar, but options are treated differently because you're not actually holding a security. So with options, you can what's called roll them up, roll them out, roll them down, and you'll avoid that wash rule and you can still benefit from 
the downturn in the market. That's a topic for a, that's a particular topic for another 20 minute Tuesday. So I, I hope that helped. I hope that I gave you that idea, but I do want to say one thing is uh, consult your accountant. Don't take my advice solely based on your trust of me. Consult your account because everyone's individual situation is different and you may have some specifics that only you have or and your accountant would know that. So you don't want to get in trouble with Uncle Sam. Um, so that's it. I hope this helps and uh, keep trading. Okay. Thanks for listening, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode. But if you've been putting off saving and investing, I hope that this is your wake-up call to start taking it seriously now. Putting a plan into action is just the first step. But if you enjoyed this podcast episode, please leave a review on your platform of choice. And remember, you work hard for your money, so make your money work hard for you. Thank you.